the know for Tuesday, August 9, the 221st day of 2022. There are 144 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth and the country. It'll be day number two of Where's Clacking. Uh, also, the passing of Olivia Newton John. We'll talk about that. And we will have today's water cooler question. It will be your chance to win that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. He is the five time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two time Silver Sound nominee. Covering every corner of the globe London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. We get to we get to go back on the on the pitch tonight. On the pitch? Yeah, you got to be proper. That's a that's a soccer field properly called called it, a pitch. Do you have your kit ready? Uh, I do have kits, but uh-huh. but not soccer kits. I did have, own some Umbro shorts one time when I was uh, I think nineteen. Does that count? I'm not sure I know what that means. Umbro but. is a soccer brand. It's a, oh. it's a United oh. brand from Europe. Shows you what I know. It's really weird. You've got baseball. You've got football. You've got soccer. You've got golf. You've got cross country. Like this convergence of summer and fall sports all. Mm-hmm. Like I, it surprised me the other night that there was an NFL football game on. I was like, oh, I NFL football game already? I loved it. Yeah, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't realize. The defending I was AFC champions have their first preseason game on Friday night. Well, that's why I heard the Titans play on Friday night. I thought all, all ready for preseason football and then i saw where there was a big fight that broke out in the giants practice yesterday you know when you you take a high school team where kids play both directions and they typically there aren't a lot of fights in high school or college football games but at the professional level where it's like a business and an organization and you got adults and they there was a, so there's a big fight at the giants practice earlier this week i don't know if you saw it or not but uh, I, it happens i know that there was a player uh, it might have been for the Saints. Might have to get uh, our Saints representative on the line and ask about it. Who got yeah. kicked out of practice like three straight days for fighting an offensive <laughs> lineman? It, his name was not Landon Young, though. No, that's good. I know. I, I, I can guarantee you his name. <laughs> uh, if there's somebody getting kicked out of practice, his name is not Landon Young. I'll assure you. <laughs> I'll assure you of that. Weather-wise, cold front is going to bring more showers and thunderstorms to the area. If you're off to the east and south. Of the Louisville area, so there's actually a flood watch. We have the potential to get some torrential downpours primarily after 1 o'clock. But when I looked at the hourly forecast last evening, and I actually looked at it this morning, for the 42754, after 1 o'clock today, there is a chance of rain in the hourly forecast every hour until Thursday morning. That doesn't mean it will rain every it's, hour until it's Thursday morning. not necessarily morning. the greatest forecast if you're wanting to spend uh, four or five hours on the pitch. That's right. And that's the other thing about soccer contests is uh, if you play soccer for the real, uh, they play in the rain. They don't play in the lightning, but they do play uh-huh. in the they do play and in the rain. we've done games in the rain. Yeah, well. And, and bro- we've also done games when it is 175 degrees. Yeah, well, this will only be, it won't be 175. It might be high 80s for you this afternoon. But further into the distance, we'll see possibly 89 today and 80% chance of rain at some point in time, but primarily in the afternoon. Scattered thunderstorms, 73 tonight. Thunderstorms and a high of 84 for tomorrow, and then should be a you know kind of a 
pleasant week. Uh, East Main Market is coming up on Saturday. The forecast for it looks nice. I don't know that you could have you could get a better forecast for it. Can nah, you? you get a, a few passing clouds to keep and, it cooler, but uh, not and, a chance and of even rain. And then there's a home football 82. scrimmage on Friday. <laughs> So I mean, that would that's... be pleasant for that as uh-huh. well, you know. So it'd be, uh, it could be could be nice. Some of the biggest national news over the last twenty four hours is coming out of Florida, where President uh, former President Trump is saying that the FBI searched his Mar-a-Lago estate as part of an investigation into whether he took classified records from the White House to his Florida residence when he left Washington. Some people close to the matter were releasing that yesterday. The FBI. Very tight-lipped. The Department of Justice, very tight-lipped. If you believe the White House, they say they weren't given any advanced knowledge that the raid was going to happen uh, before it did happen. Um, it's, it's, you know, you, you might you might not believe that. Um, the, the Trump camp, only one of the few people who were saying anything about it. It was him that announced publicly that it had happened. He wasn't there. I think he was in he was in New York. Uh, but saying that uh, they emptied the safe, and then only some insiders are saying actually what they were what they were looking for. Uh, I will say that on a major power play like this, you better have the goods. You know, if you if you if you wander into these uncharted waters, where uh, as far as I know, a former president's home has never never been raided. I think we're in we're in new territory all the way around. In uh, no matter what side of the equation that you're on, but if you're the FBI and you're Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, you better hope you you better come up with the goods and haven't over overplayed your hand, or you've just made even an even bigger martyr out of the deal. So I was kind of waiting to see. Read that the wasn't the because I mean obviously a search warrant has to be signed off by a judge, and wasn't the judge a Trump appointee? I p- perhaps and probably, and the FBI mm-hmm. director is a Trump appointee, uh-huh. but those are you know and ten year appointments. Is, it, is like what benefit does the FBI have unless they got something? On the rare occasion that we've had any dealings with the FBI, they uh-huh. are slow to give any information uh-huh. in the timely fashion that you would hope for. Like play it's, the whole, I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's almost just deliberate uh-huh. that they slow things down. But they're out there right now waving the Department of Justice entirely, including the FBI. They're kind of out there waving in the wind at the moment, just waiting. Those people who are at least somewhere near the middle waiting to go, well, well all right, what's, what, what's the deal? You're on, a, you're on the clock. You better, you, better give us, you better show us what you've got sooner rather than later, or it's just going to look like grandstanding or further driving you know, um, division between Americans. But, you know, they're... You know the nuclear football. There, there mm-hmm. are some people. The nuclear football that has the mm-hmm. codes. You know that mm-hmm. they that they keep with the president's detail at all times. There are some people that if you said they found the nuclear football in the vault at Mar-a-Lago, he took it with him when he left mm-hmm. Washington. There will be some people who would refuse to believe it, and even if they believed it, would say, well, well that's not that big of a deal. Maybe he pulled a Nicolas Cage and took the Declaration of Independence. Well, I, I heard a caller to Rick and Bubba this morning say that President Biden had ordered a raid of Nicolas Cage's home because he wanted the Declaration of Independence back. So, I, again, I need to know what you got. And then if you, if you can prove to me you found something that I deem to be, oh, yeah, that's, that's serious, then I'm open to it. But you got a whole big group of people out here that... It's just another day and another, you know, no matter I, I did see a tweet what that said, uh, like, 
FBI bangs down the door and Baron is sitting there playing PlayStation just points safe's back there or something. Probably not yes. even looking yeah, up from just, his controller. Just another just another day. <laughs> the Bidens were in eastern Kentucky yesterday for the second time. Uh, last time they were I think it maybe wasn't I don't know if it was in calendar year 2021 and like because it that tragedy in western Kentucky happened. I think it was I think it was like a week after. It was a week after. So in December they were there and now in August they were in eastern Kentucky. And the president, you know, they he did a big rah-rah speech and um he you know trying to trying to champion people and encourage them and looked the geography looked different. Of course, you know, flat western Kentucky and then mountainous eastern Kentucky. But the way they moved around the area and, you know, embraced people was very similar to what we saw them do on their last visit. But a couple of things that he said, um, he said, I promise you if it's legal, we'll do it. And if it's not legal, we'll figure out how to change the law. Eh. (laughs) Overreaching. By the way, the president doesn't pass laws. Uh, He has expanded federal disaster assistance to Kentucky ensuring the federal government will cover the full cost of debris removal and other emergency measures. So he did also say, he said something like, bad news for you, we'll be back, as if to saying we know that it'll be long enough before you're back on your feet that we'll come back and check on your progress at some point. So I did. I was happy to see Hal Rogers there. I know I'm not allowed to say, we're not allowed to say where, but we do know that Senate Minority Leader McConnell will be in the region today. Don't know about Senator Paul. They they haven't been there uh, yet. But which, you've got you just it's just it's a little weird, isn't it? Well, they were in especially when somebody's running for reelection. They had a marathon session in the Senate that they had to be there for that they didn't pass until late Saturday night and went in late into the hours. Uh, from a logistical standpoint, now the Senate is in recess. That's why neither one of them went to mm-hmm. Fancy Farm. You should be in Eastern Kentucky before you went to Fancy Farm. So it's not a matter of they were. At Fancy Farm, and they were not in Eastern Kentucky, but those two in particular were sitting there waiting for, you know, it was a fifty-fifty vote, and the vice president had to cast it. I will give them the benefit of the doubt in this case. I think that with McConnell being there today, it shows they had it in the works, they had it on the schedule, saying we'll do it as soon as we can get there. I would trust that Senator Paul will do the same thing, or yes, he's running the risk of it looking like he doesn't really care. So. Then again, he has voted against aid in some instances like that, too. So I don't know. It's it's kind of, I don't know. It's just weird. Two people are still reported missing due to the historic flooding that struck parts of that region. The missing persons are women from the Lost Creek community of Breathitt County. That it's not, Lost Creek is not a thing. It's a place. It's an actual community called mm-hmm. Lost Creek in Breathitt County. It's a Vanessa Baker and a Nancy Cundiff. And uh, state police say the last known location of both women was at their respective homes on Lower River Caney Road. So they don't they don't live together. They lived in individual homes with their two that are missing. And I think it's down to two. I think everyone else has uh, has been has been found. But perhaps uh, one of the first images that I saw was the five children. I think that were mm-hmm. lost. You know, mm-hmm. we started started getting imagery and hearing stories out of that region. We saw the five siblings from that one family that were lost, and it just it just killed you. But what's weird is a bookend to that story 10 days later was when you saw 
the picture of the young man who was the not Central High School football player who uh, Aaron Mick Crawford. He went by Mick, and he was helping victims of the uh, flooding for three days last week when he became ill. He passed away Friday at uh, UK Hospital four days after becoming sick, according to his mother. Uh, his mom, Rhonda, said that he went into cardiac arrest. They decided to donate his organs because it's what he would have wanted. Said that uh, he loved superheroes. He was a real-life superhero. He was helping his fellow Kentuckians uh, try and recover. And I don't know how current a photo this is. You've probably mm-hmm. seen the photo online. We're showing it here. I don't know if this is maybe a year old. I don't know if this is. Well, it looks like it was taken at football season last year, maybe. Because, I mean, possibly. he's wearing his football jersey. Uh, and yes. I know he's a, he's a senior. He just turned 18 last month. Uh, this says it would he would have been a junior at Not Central, which makes me think. I think he'd be. A, I think he I might think have done a, a senior. do over a year. Well, the Kentucky Today story that huh. Mark Maynard wrote says that he would have been a junior at Not Central, but he turned 18, which says to me at least that 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 class and that age don't quite work out if he's just getting ready to start school. Like he might have done a COVID repeat year, or he could have for some reason or, or too, held back yeah. or whatever, but. Even if this photo is, say, just a year old, this young man is a baby face, right? You just look at him and you think, he doesn't look 13 years old. Mm -hmm. And he's out there trying to help the community around him step up, and he gave his life in service to others, which is what superheroes do. Yeah, I read he's was supposed to was expected to start on their offensive line and if you're not a football fan an offensive line's job is to protect the other players sure and yeah. it's kind of symbolic in that same realm by the way i watched blindside over the weekend again i forgot how great of a movie that is Sandra that, Bullock. oh so so good uh tennessee-based hca Healthcare says we'll give up to four hundred thousand dollars to assist with relief to those affected by flooding in eastern kentucky the company said yesterday it will contribute one hundred thousand dollars to the american red cross $100,000 to the Team Eastern Kentucky Flood Relief Fund and up to $50,000 in HCA Healthcare Direct Relief Grants to Galen College of Nursing Students with Disaster Needs. So, And I, I also saw, so I have to say, the band Alabama also donated $25,000. So I'm really? making the pact now that the next time you play an Alabama song, I will not complain. You're not going to complain about uh, just once, though. Okay. I can. I can. Now, about, if they want to, if they want to donate another twenty five, then I'll I'll keep going. What about if you just once? Just once. I don't know. I don't know. That's a you're, that's an expensive. It's, it's an expensive it's a, proposition. It's a, it's a rough song. <laughs> Grayson County recorded notably fewer COVID nineteen cases last week than the previous week. Positivity rate remained about uh, the the same. Sixty three new cases for the week ending Sunday. It did drop Grayson County out of the orange and back into the green with an 18.45 positivity rate. Hart and Ohio remain in the red. Edmondson County also fell out of the orange and into the green. Statewide, a similar statewide positivity rate to what we're seeing, uh, what we've seen in Grayson County over the last week. There were 67 more deaths in Kentucky, 15,652 new cases which is nearly a 1,000 more than the previous week. The positivity rate was up about a half point to 18.41. 27 Kentuckians on ventilators uh, battling with COVID-19 right now. A Litchfield man has been jailed on drug charges after falsely claiming 
He killed someone and dumped the body in a pond in Anetta. Hmm. Sunday morning, just before 4, Sergeant Jason Ludke with the Sheriff's Office responded to a Bloomington Road address after a woman reported that 58-year-old Richard Scott had told her he had murdered someone and thrown the body in a pond. Scott told the woman that the pond was near the Anetta Fire Department on Anetta Road. Ludke, due to the nature of the call, requested KSP assist him at the scene. They uh, walked about a half mile to the pond on a trail to a secluded area where so they were they were told in the area, and then they made contact with Scott at his Bloomington Road residence. He admitted to telling the woman he had murdered someone and dumped the body in a pond, but that it was all made up. He was uh, arrested, charged, lodged. Do you have someone? tell you an outlandish story like that you have no choice but to take them seriously um so but hate to use the term wild goose chase but our law enforcement officers were sent on a wild goose chase at least they didn't find anything i mean i mean it's i i that story's wild a former Kentucky Justice Cabinet Secretary and lawmaker was arrested yesterday and charged with rape former state representative John Tilley who oversaw Kentucky's state prison prison system under uh, Governor Matt Bevan, is accused of having sex at a Lexington hotel with a woman who could not consent due to her level of intoxication. 53-year-old Tilly was being held at the Lexington Fayette County Jail. His attorney, Steve Schrering, said that his client is innocent and turned himself in. Tilly served as Justice and Public Safety Cabinet Secretary from December 15 through 2019, overseeing the Kentucky State Police, the Department of Corrections, and other agencies. Wow. be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, yeah. progresses. It's, uh, you, I mean, you don't typically... The, the head of those organizations, you know, overseeing those, and now is a, uh, at least was a, uh, in custody of those organizations, he either is or was for a brief period of time. The State Fair, getting ready for its 11-day run, starts on August 18th. About uh, 600,000 people are expected to attend the 118th Kentucky State Fair during its 11-day run, August 18 through 28. Uh, $10 per person and $10 parking per standard vehicle is what it takes to get into the State Fair. Sam, you got big plans to go to the State Fair? I've never been to the State Fair. Have you ever been to the Ohio State Fair? No. No? I mean... Columbus is oof, almost two hours. Yeah, it's a long way. From and see, the thing Kentucky. with where, if the Louisville State Fair was on the like Lagrange side, wait, or the well, sorry, the Kentucky State Louisville, Fair. Louisville, don't get I was Louisville thinking of Louisville. Credit. If it was on the Lagrange side, we potentially would have gone, but you got to go all the way through Louisville yeah. to get there, and you know. Well, it's actually kind of on the center spine of Louisville. But you got to go through mm-hmm. Louisville to get there. Yeah, but you could still go all the way to Shively and still be in Louisville. So, I mean, I can see where you northern Kentuckians think that the fairgrounds is on the other side of Louisville. It's actually in the center of oh, uh, of Louisville. But but we'll give you, you northern you gotta, Kentuckians pass. You, you got to go through Louisville to get there. Though. I don't know the last time. I think maybe I've only been to State Fair three or four times. And most mm-hmm. of them I was probably, I know I was with the band twice. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I, probably at least one other one other time that I know of and, if others, I'm not. I'm not sure, but see you there at the fair. I don't. Is that what they say? Yeah, that was a that was a oh. that was a thing. That was one of their slogans for a long time. Was, see you there at the fair because that rhymes. I don't uh-huh. know if you noticed that or I, not. I just it, it, it just kind of set in there a second ago. The new preseason college football coaches poll is out, and for the first time in 44 years, 
Kentucky is on it. Ranked preseason. What do you make of Kentucky didn't get a whole lot of cred from the media during the SEC days, at least the SEC media. Well, they got picked second in the East. Well, you know, but but you still got some of those I mean, Georgia, people that are Georgia deserves like, to be picked first. You'll have to prove me, you, you, you know, prove us wrong. You did have the one person who voted Vandy first. So I'll, well, I'll that's why that. I'm saying you get some real weirdos that you know aren't I, I willing to give them credit. I think weirdos being too nice for that. Where did uh, where, so where did they land in that 20, poll? Twenty one. Twenty one. All right, that's, that's good enough. I'll yeah, take I, hey, I'll take twenty one. Pre, preseason rankings mean. Absolutely not. I'm just trying to keep my expectations like tampered middle ground. Just trying to keep them just that level. Florida game's a big one. Look forward to being excited, seeing some great things. Well, but tomorrow we get basketball, right? Is it tomorrow? We do get to basketball tomorrow. Big Blue Bahamas trip, so that'll be uh, happening tomorrow as well. See again, I go back to what I said. All kinds of sports happening at the same time. We got to get to a break. Where's Quacky? Day number two. Your chance to win coming up here on In the Know. You know. Today is Book Lovers Day. It is uh, Polka Day today. Like the dancing? Yeah, like Weird Al will be celebrating big today. It is hand-holding day today. Sorry, Sam, I'm busy all day. Yeah, I, you're fine. And it is Where's Quacky Day number two. But uh, one one matter of business before we get to day two is we need to say congratulations to Ashley Ashby. Ashley Ashby knew that Quacky spent the day yesterday in the gymnasium at Caneyville Elementary School, mm-hmm. not the Purple Flash Center. Mm-hmm. Not, and by the way, you need to be specific. You mm-hmm. can't just say uh, in a school somewhere mm-hmm. in Kentucky. You mm-hmm. can't. You need to. You, the more specific you are, the better your chances are to win. And Caneyville Elementary School Gymnasium was the correct answer and ashley ashby was uh, selected of all the correct entrants and she has her very own duck in the ducking hunger regatta we'll let her name it she can name mm-hmm. whatever the, the can, i don't know can you name a quacky absolutely not yeah, I, I, mean, quacky, say, I think quacky's there, taken there's only one quacky and she will also get a k105 t-shirt so congratulations to ashley she is the winner of day number one of Where's Quacky. Now, day number two of Where's Quacky. Where is Quacky spending the day today? Hmm. There is a post on our Facebook page. If you're watching, you can obviously see the photo. But there is a post on our K105 Facebook page, and that's where you need mm-hmm. to comment your response, your answer of where Quacky is spending the day today. I feel like I've seen this. Hmm. Okay. So... Obviously, there are some images of some service men or other what's dignitaries. It, what's it say at the top? What's it say at the top? Uh-huh. Uh, it says Vietnam Memorial uh-huh. and then Q something. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So what, what, I, I, I'm, hmm, I'm not 100% sure I know. Um, Intrigued. Interesting. So if you know where Quacky is or you want to take a guess, don't do it in the show thread. It won't count. Don't don't put your don't put your comment below and then think you're in it. And then but what you can do is you can point your phone at your screen right now and you can sponsor your own duck. You just point your phone, uh open up your camera app, point your phone at it, click the center of the image and then you'll be taken straight to the site where for $5 you can adopt a duck in the ducking hunger regatta and you may win a thousand dollars 
And if you can correctly guess where Quacky is spending today, you may get your own duck and a K105 t-shirt in day number two of Where's Quacky. That one may have people stumped. Mm-hmm. Oh, just wait till tomorrow. I've heard Quacky Quacky you, has plans for tomorrow. You've heard where Quacky's going That's tomorrow? Right. Uh, the colonel was telling me that Quacky had a big plan for tomorrow. Do they embargo the Quacky schedule where they only keep it very close to the vest on where well, he's going day to day? He he only knows tomorrow. Like, he'll know each before. So t- this morning he made the decision where he's going tomorrow. Does he wake up each morning and decide? Uh-huh. Is that okay? Because he's already decided. He, well, it's like when he puts his pajamas on the night before. He lays out his clothes the next day, but he decides where he's going to go. <laughs> All right. But this morning he woke up and he already knew the decision. You know, Quacky, he's got a mind of his own. Uh-huh. Here's some strange statistics that I ran across that I thought might be worthy of digesting today. Three people die annually from using their tongue to check if a battery works. You ever done that, Sam? No. Uh, I certainly have. Um, now, I haven't done it probably in about 40 years. But I have, I don't think I've done it as an adult. But yeah, I, a nine volt battery, do you know how to do that? You never stuck your tongue to a nine volt battery before? And No. Yeah. I think you should probably do it at least once in your life. But do if I, you missed doing it as a child, you might not want to do it now. Do I have to? You don't have to. I said you just might want to. But as I mentioned, three people die annually from doing it. About two people, per, there are way more people than three that do it, by the way. Oh, I can imagine that that's probably very accurate. It's uh I don't I don't know how to describe the sensation, but it is it's Yeah, no, I've never never had the urge to do that. About 2 people per year are killed after being crushed by falling vending machines. That's what you get for rocking them. People like rock them and try to uh-huh, get trying to uh, knock uh, out a bag of lace. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It costs the US Treasury 2.1 cents to make and distribute a penny. Now, 2.1 cents, 2.1 cents to make a one cent penny, including distribution. It's not just the manufacturing. The risk of concussion in cheerleading is higher than in gymnastics. Parasites account for 0.01% of a person's weight. Say that again. Parasites account for 0.01% of the average person's weight. 0.01%? Interesting. One-tenth of one percent. The average pitch of Australian women's voices has decreased by 23 hertz since 1945. I don't know what that has to do with anything. That's kind of interesting. How does that feel, baby? A little bit lower. How does that feel, baby? Good morning to all of my Austin Powers fans. I was just, I'm curious as to how... They even like whose job is it to to measure the Hertz volume of women's voices? It's the Hertz donut. Uh huh. Would you like one? <laughs> no, it's all right. I'll pass. Somebody else can have does, mine. Does Alaya know that one yet? <laughs> Probably. Uh, she does have an older brother. On I'm his website, this is true. On his website, singer Art Garfunkel keeps a full list of the books he's read since 1968, as of February 2022. He had read a total of 1,327. In a poll, this one is a little disturbing. In a poll, 1% of Americans named Jesus the greatest American of all time. (laughs) 
Well, it reminds me of if you've seen the movie Super Size Me, they show the it's like a group of kids sitting there and they show them pictures of it's like they show a picture of Ronald McDonald. Who is this? That's Ronald McDonald. George W. Bush was the president. Who's this? I got no idea. Who's Jesus? No idea. But they knew like Ronald McDonald. They knew huh. Grimace. Yeah. It was it was just showing how kids are easy. I think Tony the Tiger might have been one on there as well. It just shows. But I mean, it makes sense when you're these kids are five. Sure. Yeah, I got it. But one percent of Americans say Jesus is the greatest American of all time. It's, okay. A new update. I heard this yesterday, and uh, I thought it was a little bit interesting. Klondike is working on a plan to bring back the Choco Taco, but it will take some time. By the time that they announced their plans to jettison the Choco Taco, it was far enough along the process of dismantling their production lines that they can't just simply call up and go, hey, that we told you all to stop making those. Just keep doing it. it mm-hmm. So they, uh, it's not going to be just as simple. So there will be a disruption, but their statement says the team is working on a plan to bring it back, though it may take some time. There are currently no definite timelines for bringing the Choco Taco back. This is, I'm not sure that I've ever actually had one. Uh, it's pretty much a, a drumstick and taco form, right? Yeah, but it's without got a the little, cone. Yeah, but without got... the little, because the best part about the drumstick is when you get to the bottom and you get the little... Uh, the fudge. You know, I'm not sure if they have a layer of that in the bottom, yeah, like where right. the ground beef would go. Uh huh. If you put a little, you put a little <laughs> layer of that in there, and then maybe ice cream above it, and then the maybe that's the reason why it was going away because they weren't smart enough to figure that out. Maybe, but so will you? When it comes back the next time you see one, will you have one, knowing how close to extinction it was? Probably not. Oh, Sam, that's the wrong spirit to have. You well, see, I was never, one. I was never tied to. Like had any emotional attachment, but to now it. that you realize that uh-huh. your life, that your opportunity potentially came and went to have one, mm-hmm. now you were about to have the maximum FOMO. Like you, you had missed out. You had never had one, nor would you ever be able to have one. But now, like it, you've been you've been redeemed. Your opportunity now to have one. I would think that would make you more motivated to have one. I think I'll be okay. Okay, so what would you choose over that at the ice cream truck? Oh. So if Choco Taco and a bunch of other things were on the menu at the ice cream truck, what would you choose? The lemon chills, those were good. (laughs) Uh, That doesn't count as ice cream. Drumstick, that's always a classic. Drumstick is a a proper answer. Uh, Ice cream sandwich, you can go Ice cream sandwich is a proper answer. Or you got like the SpongeBob or the... That's not ice cream, but I understand they it's... serve it at the ice cream truck, but it's not ice cream. What is it then? Does it have sherbet? It's pr- it's something. Yeah, that old, that old sherbet, uh, ice milk is not ice cream. Um, that that thing that you mentioned, that mm-hmm. that lemon, lime, oh, whatever. Oh, I know that that's not ice cream. That, that's... I, but I'm just saying it doesn't... They shouldn't even put it on the ice cream truck. They should have their own truck for all... I'm not saying those things aren't mm-hmm. nice to have. But, if, but they're not ice cream. If I want a frozen treat, I just want a cook range shaved ice. You know, that's a, that's what I'm saying. They don't throw that on the I ice have, cream truck. There you go, Dennis. There's your endorsement. Three treats emerged in essentially a tie for the top spot of what people prefer from the ice cream truck. The crunch ice cream bar. So that's just your ice cream on a stick covered in the crunch. That's good. That's uh-huh. that's fine. That's a that's kind of a traditional staple. The original peanut-covered drumstick ice cream cone. Like I said, yeah. Yep. And the classic vanilla ice cream sandwich. So those Mm -hmm. are the chocolate and vanilla twist ice cream cone took fourth place. 
and the chocolate-coated Klondike bar rounded out the top five. Now, would Alea pick the strawberry because it's pink or pinkish red? Would that be the one that she would go for? Or would she? Yeah, she likes the strawberry. She loves strawberry flavoring, but I'd oh, yes. like to also point out she will not eat a strawberry. She well, will not eat a, a strawberry, well, but she does like strawberry. Well, usually strawberry filling is more pink than it is red, and the that's, strawberry is that's, red. That's, that's exactly Because I know right. that whenever she brings donuts, I'm not allowed to have the pink one. Oh, yeah. you can. Would you like a donut? Not the pink one. Yeah. That's always the, always uh-huh. the caveat <laughs> and the, the, the asterisk that goes beside it. Hey, today's Jack Wagon Award goes to a shameless Washington scoundrel. I, I know you might think that when I'm talking about a politician, but I actually mean Washington State. In Everett, Washington, the state police there were looking for a shameless scoundrel who used a counterfeit $100 bill at a child's lemonade stand. So you think, well, what's the big deal? He just got away with lemonade, right? He just, he, he used a, he used funny money and got lemonade. No, what he did was, is he used a $100 bill. He got lemonade and then he got $85 in change. So from the kid had to give him $85 in change wow. of real money. So he's basically just stealing from his piggy bank in order to get his cash. And so now they're looking for the guy trying to figure out who did it. And uh, he, I mean, so he, he was being big spender. He bought mm-hmm. 15 whole dollars worth of lemonade and then wanted $85 Jack in Wagon's change. Jack Wagon's being a, lot, a little too nice That's to describe right. it. Well, he's a Jack Wagon infinity. I'd say more on the show, but it's a family show. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back. Today's water cooler question, your chance to win, coming up here on In the Nose. Did you know manhole covers are round so they can't fall into the opening? I think I did know that. So they are round. And plus, they, they can roll down the road in cartoons better. Uh-huh. You know, they're easier to hit people over the head with and roll than... Aren't they made in, like, Middlesboro or in one of the companies? There is... Uh, I mean, there is a company in Kentucky that makes them. I don't know that all the ones in the world are made in Kentucky, but... I'd like to just think that, yes, that is what it is. Okay. Is that we get bourbon, post-it notes, and manhole covers. What about charcoal? Don't forget charcoal. I mean, we can go... Uh It's going to run a big, long list if you want to. Corvettes. Um, yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. that's true. We make we make all of them here. Here's today's water cooler question. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. You will text your answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. Let me see if I can find the question. Uh, up for grabs today, we'll give you your choice of the uh, theme park tickets uh, that you want. Or you can go see the Lumineers on August 31st in Louisville. They will be at the Yum Center. Here's today's water cooler question. 32 in 100 parents say this is the most difficult thing about having kids. 32 in 100 parents say this is the hardest thing about having kids. Are you in agreement or no? Sounds like, is it in your top top five list? No. No, it's not in mine. <laughs> Text the answer to 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. You're going to text your answer. Of course, I was so saddened yesterday. I just kind of said, oh, no, not Sandy. And hearing the news of the passing of Olivia Newton-John, 
who played Sandy in the movie version of Grease from almost like 78, seemed like. I will, I understand you young folks probably don't fully appreciate the influence of Grease, but before Gre- before Dirty Dancing, there was Grease. Before Dirty Dancing and Top Gun, there was Grease. This late 70s version, it was kind of a breakout for John Travolta. It was a breakout kind of for Stockard Channing. It was a breakout for Olivia Newton-John. Yes, it was a musical, but it was when you had the T-Birds and you had the Pink Ladies, everything within the social construct of that movie was pretty much everything you encounter in life. You had the nerds, you had the cliques, you had the people, the outsiders looking in, you had the high school students, you had the people who had, I don't, I will, I won't say they graduated, the people that were no longer in high school, but wanted to hang out at the high school because that's where they peaked in life. You had vocational conflict with beauty school dropout. You had summer love. You had, and you've heard me say many times, like, Sandy at the carnival, right? Sandy is the at the carnival is the template for because you knew that she was classy, you knew that she was intelligent, you knew that she was articulate, but she also showed that hey, I can let my hair down and have a good time and and really rock the leather hot pants too if I want to. And so she was so uncomfortable like trying to smoke that cigarette in the movie and so you could just tell she hadn't just completely become compromised she was but she was she liked him and they lived happily ever after and all that stuff so mm-hmm. i just for a lot of people will tell you that that the coming of age story is dirty dancing and it is top gun is a coming of age story as well but even before that for people who were five and ten years older than that generation there was greece and olivia newton john kind of framed framed that up so it was really sad John Travolta, because he's in that. He, so in the last year, he's lost Kelly Preston and Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, I mean, and so, uh, but she was on CBS Sunday Morning within the last year, and she still could. She tried the pants on, you know, she could wear them, and she was just a really good sport. Um, but that movie, there's so many great, you know, Go Grease Lightning, and you mm-hmm. get a hickey from Kanicki, or just all kinds of great one-liners from that movie. So sad to hear the passing of uh, Olivia Newton-John. And uh, lost her lost her battle with uh, with cancer. I did tell you yesterday that Kanye West um, was the biggest mocker mourner of the Kim Kardashian Pete Davidson breakup. Kanye loves a good nickname. I mean, and who doesn't? Skeet Davidson dead at age twenty eight is what Kanye put on Instagram yesterday over the the breakup of those two. So, all right, I'm going to check to see if we have a winner yet. Do to do to do to do to da 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 da. Nope, 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 no, 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 a lot of people are chasing that rabbit, Sam, because of the time of year. That's what I thought. Be, yeah. Y'all are chasing rabbits about back to school. So don't, Sorry. don't think about back don't to school. Don't think about back to school. No. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning. You're on in the note. Oh. 
MB's point to ponder for today. What do you think is the ideal age to be? What is the ideal age oh, to gosh. be? I think is at a good age right now. You think that's ideal? Because you're, you're young enough to where you're naive to a lot of things. Okay. I have uh, obviously the benefit of a, over a half century now to look uh-huh. back. And if I just have to arbitrarily pick an age, an age, it has nothing to do with life circumstance. It has nothing uh-huh. to do with um, uh, who you know. It has nothing to do with that. If I just said of the 51, I would pick 30. So I still got a few more years. I now. would just say that mm-hmm. there's something there's something about the 30. You're no longer a child. Right, your twenties are gone. You start to get a little bit more respect because you don't say, "Oh, well, I mean, they're so a twenty-something." Wait, wait, wait a second. So, no longer a child because your twenties are gone. So, if since I'm twenty-five, am I still a child then? In ways, aren't, aren't you your mother's child? Well, yeah. I mean, my grandma until the day she died, when my dad was older than you, would say that she's he will always be her baby boy. I would just say that the thirties, your thirties, are going to. The 30s have a tendency to make your life. Uh-huh. Yeah, it makes... The, the, the 30s, your 30s well, have a tendency to set up everything else that happens to you the rest of your life. Good and bad, by if, the way. If you had to pick under 18, your school aged, would you go, oh, would gosh. you want a Leia or would you want more into high school? That would be impossible to say. Because I thought about this. Obviously, I, pon- I was pondering uh-huh. this before you all were. And I thought back through those. And at every age, I can think of something I mean, you great go from school, that age that I would go. I would, but at the same time, if I would focus, there's going to be something from every age that I'd go, oh, I don't like that. You know, I, I, whether it was a class or whether it was a, I'm just whatever. I just, so I need to be careful. That's why I just went all the majority of your health, you're youthful at 30. You, there's a lot of optimism in life ahead. You're still, you're not looking really back at anything. You're still, so that's why I just said 30. It's not a bad guess. I don't know. Somebody who's 70 might say 50. I don't know. I doubt it. Let's go to the television schedule for today. On NBC, it's the premiere of Password. Jimmy Fallon... Will and John Hamm pair up with contestants and face off. It's a rehash of the old password game. America's Got Talent on NBC. It is not your turn. America's Got Talent on NBC at uh, and then Celebrity Family Feud. Ray Romano and his family go up against Brad Garrett. Oh, so it's an Everybody Loves Raymond rematch on Celebrity Family Feud. That'll be good. Ray Romano in the at the first position and Brad Garrett at the other I, other one. I don't think I be, know Brad Garrett. He's the big tall. He plays Robert Barone on Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, the tall cop. You don't know you've never watched Everybody I've Loves probably Raymond. watched one or two episodes of it, but Oh wow. Peter Boyle. Nice. Yeah. You're missing some good television. Today's highlight in history, this day in nineteen seventy four, Vice President Gerald R. Ford became the nation's thirty eighth president as Nixon's resignation took effect. FDR signed an executive order nationalizing silver, the state in 1934. I think he said, uh, I think I remember that famous quote from that day. It was, hi silver and away. Is that what he said? I, I heard that somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, I could have those, I could have that confused with another event. I'm not certain. I just 
would be surprised you went through saying Roosevelt, Roosevelt, and not. Without a Roosevelt. Uh-huh. In 2016 at the Rio Games, Michael Phelps earned the 20th and 21st Olympic gold medals of his career. It's going to be weird. I mean, it's weird not having him. I know we just had him and not in Olympics, but he still was involved in different ways. Can I tell you the ratings for the U.S. Open are going to be oh. off the charts? Especially, she. I, I fear Serena. she won't get out of first round, but... Serena Williams announced earlier this morning she will be retiring from I mean, pro, from competitive professional tennis after the U.S. Open. I, I w- I'm going to give her a whole lot of credit, too. She made a mess of the U.S. Open a couple of years ago in that final against Naomi Osaka. And the fact that she's going to do her parade lap through the U.S. Open to bring attention to it and her. And there will be it'll just be a huge audience. Because it's the changing of a guard, huge of the end of the greatest of all time. And I think that's a nice touch for her is the U.S. Open will get some benefit from this being her swan song. Mm -hmm. Birthdays today. Sam Elliott is 78. Melanie Griffith is 65. Brett Hull is 58. Hoda Kotb is 58. Deion Sanders is 55. Now, are we allowed to call him Deion or do we have to call him Coach Prime? Yeah. I, that that was a joke. Well, Did you say he's like a that. joke? Did, the situation you said? of him he, getting upset. Joke? At, okay. I was like, thinking it might be he. Like, won't. you know, you're not my coach. Chris Cuomo is 52 today. Anna Kendrick is 37. Gone but not forgotten. Whitney Houston was born this date in 1963. Chart toppers. Let's go to 1957. Debbie Reynolds was number one with You'll be shocked to know this song is called Tammy. The old hootie owl, hootie who's to the dove. Hootie owl, hootie who's. Hootie who. I was going to say, I I hear that sometimes. Yes. In this building. Yes. That's that's, the first time I heard it, I was a little. It's family call. uh Yeah. I didn't really know what I was hearing. Summer in the City, Love and Spoonful, number one in 66. You know, when you're in a crowd and with mm-hmm. a bunch of other people and you mm-hmm. need to get attention to your, you need to get the mm-hmm. attention of your people, mm-hmm. you can't just say, hey, you, or mm-hmm. hey, over here, everybody, because then everybody's over mm-hmm. here. So we just say, who do you? Yeah, my dad has a distinctive whistle. That would be the. See, there you go. You all have yours, too. All right, birthday, uh, uh, Olivia Newton-John, in 1975, had Please, Mr. Please. I don't know this song. Why are you calling it Kentucky Whiskey? Come on, Olivia. All bourbon is whiskey, not all whiskey is bourbon. Exactly. So she can call it whiskey. That's, That's technically correct. Bourbon wouldn't have, it lyrically wouldn't mm-hmm. have been as good right there. But I didn't know Olivia Newton-John had a song About where Kentucky. she even said Kentucky. I'll be darned. I thought you just planned that. I like her even more. State of Shock, the Jacksons number one in 84. Mick Jagger was singing backup vocals on this song. Oh, we're late already. Okay. Alan Jackson, number one in 93 with Chattahoochee. It gets harder than it sure does. Just because Dennis is, isn't here in honor, you have to play a 90s country song for him? I don't like that.
Well, listen, anytime you get a chance to talk about it, it's hotter than a hoochie coochie. You take the opportunity. Just like a pill, pink in 02, Pitbull give me everything in 11, and Gabby Barrett, I hope, was number one two years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says this, if you can find a path with no obstacles, it probably doesn't lead anywhere. If you can find a path without obstacles, it probably doesn't lead anywhere. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.